Welcome to the Giving Voice to Depression podcast. We're your co-hosts, Bridget and Terry. Each week, we explore a different perspective on or experience of depression because it varies in form and severity, affecting us differently. Our guests share intimate details of their struggles, coping strategies, and recovery. We keep it real because the struggle is real. We keep it hopeful because there is hope in spite of what depression tells you. We're not experts or therapists. We're sisters and best friends who live with depression and know that talking about the illness reduces stigma and humanizes the experience, making it safer and easier to ask for needed support. You are far from alone. Hi, Terry. Hello, Bridget. Every 10 weeks or so, we do a little review of the most recent episodes. It's a way to summarize the past month's episodes and to offer a little sample of each guest's story so you can determine which resonates with you and then listen to the full episode. It's also an opportunity to slow down, look back, and be reminded of the wisdom, experience, and hope our guests offer us on a weekly basis. These are often our most played episodes because they're such an easy entry point for anyone who might still be concerned that a podcast on depression is depressing. Because we snuck in a bonus episode, there will be a review of 10 episodes in this. We start with episode 86, A Tragic Truth. The world loves guarantees. We want to believe that if A, then B. If we learn the warning signs of suicide get our loved ones therapy, medication, even hospitalization when needed, that we're safe, that they're safe. But suicide prevention doesn't work like that all the time. Patty Kajawa, the mother of Jack, an 18-year-old who recently took his own life, shared her thoughts on some of the behaviors that obstruct recovery. We knew he wasn't telling his therapist 100% truth, his psychiatrist 100% truth. And These folks can't help you if you don't break down and tell them the truth. You know, what are you looking forward to? Are you looking forward to something? Are you thinking about hurting yourself? You have to answer these questions truthfully because if you don't, you may be on the wrong medication. You, 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 you're, you're cutting yourself off from any opportunity to get better. You know, I think a lot of people with depression, Jack probably could have taught a class on how to mask what you're really feeling. In a second episode, A Grieving Mother's Message to Depressed Teens, Patty implores other teens who are struggling to be honest about what they're thinking and feeling and to realize that because depression lies, we need to allow those who care about us to remind us of our worth and the fact that recovery is possible. There is a reason that they're here on earth. And if you don't know what that purpose is, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to keep on pursuing that, what am I here for, question. And sometimes that requires a little bit of help. And so it's okay to go and get that help that you need. And emotions are hard. They are really hard. I really don't think it's something that you should be embarrassed about. It's just something you have. And and sometimes you just need help. There are also ways that we can help and hinder our own self-management of and recovery from depression and other mental health challenges. In six behaviors to avoid when coping with mental illness, 
Catherine shared some thoughts and behaviors that got in the way of her recovery. She and her therapist came up with this list together, and she's sharing it with us in hopes that others will learn from her mistakes. It's a huge struggle. It's a huge struggle to overcome depression because depression is so debilitating. It is such a difficult thing to overcome. And you have to believe in yourself. I think it really starts with self-love. You have to love yourself. You have to believe that you are worthy, you deserve more, and you can achieve more, and you can do better. You can have a better life. You can be happy again. You can hear all six of Catherine's tips, as well as read and print them via the links provided with the episode. Again, it is called Six Behaviors to Avoid When Coping with Mental Illness. Next was Generational Healing, a father and son step out of the shadows. This one was a follow-up to a December episode, The Best Gifts Ever, in which Dan shared how hearing others speak of their experience on the podcast with hope and without shame, played a significant role in his recovery. In this episode, his son Kendall took the baton his father passed and decided to share his own story, including how, now that he and his father are being open about their depression, they're better able to support and protect each other. I don't think that him him opening up loosened the jar. I think it just took the cap right off. And he he and I talk frequently about how he's feeling and I think we're making a lot of strides um, just in our relationship and and his ability to share um, just by talking about it. It doesn't doesn't matter if it's specific about anything. It's just having the conversation and, and starting to touch on those things that are uncomfortable. We thank both father and son for sharing with us. Again, this episode is called Generational Healing, A Father and Son Step Out of the Shadows, which includes a link to Dan's earlier episode. We shifted gears for our next episode called Gut-Mind Health Connection. Dr. Zach Bush, a triple board certified medical doctor, talked with me about the role environmental factors play in what he describes as the catastrophic increase in depression and other mood disorders. Dr. Zach's empowering message is that changes we make to our environment can affect changes to our depression. I want to remind you that what you're experiencing right now is not your weakness and we don't need to blame our parents or other things for this full experience. We need to heal those emotional injuries that we accumulate during the lifetime, but it's not really those emotional injuries that directly caused your physiology to occur as it is right now. It's really these chemicals in your food chain, the, the collapse of your micro ecosystem, this glyphosate killing the bacteria fungi as an antibiotic, and then going on to cause this leak. So right now I want you to feel elevated and relieved that this is not a personal problem. You have a very common physiology. That episode, again, is called Gut-Mind Health Connection, and it includes links to Dr. Zach's site and research on leaky gut and its connection to mood disorders. Our next two episodes both featured Canadian artist Jeff Beyer. He wrote us during a very dark period when he watched his paintings turn from flowers, trees, and butterflies to images that made the invisible illness of depression graphically visible to all. In episode 91, When Art Imitates Depressed Life, Jeff says when he finally showed the series publicly, they created what he describes as a visceral honesty between strangers. 
So many people yeah. shared so many stories of yeah. themselves, of family, of friends, of people they had lost or who were suffering um, or were, you know, suffering themselves. And there were lots of hugs decided that, you know, that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and there was like a, one big, huge guy that came up and just started shaking, just shaking. Mm-hmm. And then he turned to me and, uh, gosh, I got a little teared up thinking about this. He just came over, just not verbally crying, but just tears pouring down and gave me a huge hug. And we just stood there for probably, you know, half a minute. Wow. And uh, then he left, but he sent his entire family to come and see it. And the one girl came over and said, my dad said to come and look at these because then I'll understand what he's going through. That's intense and beautiful and sad. Yeah, the whole weekend was sort of that way. In Jeff's second episode, number 92, called When Depression Can No Longer Be Hidden, Jeff, an artist, shared the story behind his paintings, his own experience of depression, and his descent into suicidal thoughts and intent, and how hearing others talk about having survived that experience helped him. I think when I'm in those really dark places, I, I just, even though I know I'm supposed to reach out to people, I, I scroll through social media or friends lists or telephone numbers and I don't want to bother anybody. And I don't want to have to explain it again. And so just hearing somebody else was like, especially since they were strangers, it was, it, it, it's liberating to know that you're not alone And you're also, and this is just me personally now, I'm not burdening anybody with my stuff. But I could feel myself, you know, coming down from it or coming out of it just by listening. Jeff's paintings are on our website, givingvoicetodepression.com. And of course, the episodes themselves feature them and link to Jeff's site where you can see his pre and post depression paintings and see how dramatic the change was. He is now working on a recovery series. Both of Jeff's episodes were sponsored by a Garrett Kelly Memorial Grant from the Charles E. Kubley Foundation. Next episode 93, There Is No Normal. This follows Jeff's episodes because it was inspired by them. Tara reached out to us after hearing Jeff's story to not only share her own of both depression and panic attacks, but to make a point she found worth repeating and reinforcing. Tara's episode again is called 93, There Is No Normal. Your recent guest is Jeff, his name? Yeah, the artist. The artist, yes. Yeah. I was listening to it, and he said something that I really feel needs to be repeated. And it's not that I feel he didn't do a good job because he did. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments where I was like, Oh yes, this this needs to be said. And he said um, that it's very hard to tell somebody that you need help or that you need somebody to sit with you because you may feel that you're being a burden to them, that you're taking up their time, that you don't want to bother them. They have things going on of their own. They won't get it. Um, I think it's so important to know that it's okay to ask for help. Um, There are people 
who may not have an idea of how to help you, but if you just said, you know what, it's okay if you don't understand what I'm going through right now, I just need you to sit with me. You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to understand. I just need somebody to sit here and be present with me. Next up was a bonus episode. We've been asked to profile some of the tools or depression management techniques that various listeners have found helpful in their recovery. We started with an episode on tapping or EFT because it's easy, non-invasive, free and portable. Practitioner Brad Yates did a custom session for podcast listeners. Yeah, thanks, Bridget. I'm very happy to uh, share this because it's uh, it's really a profound tool for helping ourselves feel better. And uh, for most of us, that's that's a welcome tool. But especially if we are struggling with depression or uh, anything like that. But we also find that there are all kinds of benefits to the tapping, primarily as a stress relief tool. That episode is called 94 Bonus Toolkit Tapping. Brad has more than 800 YouTube videos stepping viewers through tapping sessions on depression, anxiety, chronic pain, and lots of other stressors. If it works for you, great. If you tried something new, wonderful. If not, We'll be looking at lots of other techniques in future episodes. And our last episode this season, Anxiety and Depression, was a conversation with Jordan about anxiety, a very common companion of depression. We talked about a lot of things, including what words to use and which to avoid when trying to support someone with anxiety. Just like depression, where you you don't want to say to someone, uh, stop being sad. Uh, you definitely don't want to say, stop being anxious or calm down. Calm down may be the worst. Uh, I Ugh. And everyone does it. Again, that episode, number 95, is called Anxiety and Depression. And it can be heard in its entirety, like all our podcasts, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Just Google it and you'll find more. And on our website, givingvoicetodepression.com. We'll be back next week with season nine, and it's going to be a great season, profiling a very successful high school program designed to both identify and respond to early signs of depression and other mental health challenges, and a discussion with a woman who literally wrote the book on how to help someone who is suicidal, and even an NFL Hall of Famer if we can ever get our schedules to coordinate. So thank you for listening this season. Thank you for hopefully tuning in for the coming one. And thank you, Bridget, for always adding your wisdom and perspective to our stories. Please help us spread the word about our podcast. And though it may truly feel so, you are not alone. We truly hope that our podcast brings a little more understanding, helps you better articulate your experience of depression, or better understand how to support someone else's. We invite you to join us for daily posts on the Giving Voice to Depression Facebook page and on Twitter and Instagram at Voice Depression. It is a comfort to be among fellow travelers on depression's dark road. And remember, if you're struggling, speak up. If someone else is, listen up.